there was once a teacher a very good teacher of visual arts and he had a very sincere student this student wanted to create a masterpiece so that his teacher would be proud of what he has taught him but whenever he took his painting to his teacher his master he always heard some form of correction and suggestions however he thought in his mind once that maybe i can learn more because my teacher hardly gives suggestions and tells me to improve myself improve myself improve myself and very often when the teacher does give some suggestions and some improvements we actually don't like it we don't even listen to it but as years passed by and he became a very good artist he went and placed his piece of art which he thought was his masterpiece and placed it in a crowded place and put a chit and a pencil there and he told and he wrote a note there that wherever you find a mistake in my painting please with the pencil cross it to his horror when he went in the evening to collect it his whole painting was full of crosses 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 feeling very dejected feeling very low he had nowhere to turn to but went to his teacher who had taught him for many years and had improved him over the years when he went to his teacher he said i am no good a student i am no good a student she said why what happened she said look at my painting people have found so much fault of what they did not like in my painting in fact my complete painting seems to be disliked by the public he said what did you write there he said i wrote that if you find a mistake put a cross with a pencil on my painting i thought if there are a few crosses i could become aware of it and i would correct it but my whole painting is crossed so i've really learned nothing i've nearly not achieved nothing i'm no good a painter you're feeling very low that teacher would always pointed out to him how to become better and those times also as students they would not like being corrected thinking that they have brought out something beautiful the teacher just told him lovingly my dear go put the very same painting having rubbed off the crosses in the same marketplace keep some paint and some brush there
and keep a note there. If you see a mistake in my painting or something you don't like, please correct it. The painting was untouched. He came back to his teacher and the teacher proudly told him, you are a good artist. We have to be independent in understanding from our guru, our teachers and our students where we should improve upon ourselves. But if we are constantly concerned about the criticism of people who very often do not even know what science, what art is, naturally you will only get criticism because as such the whole world is cynical. If you actually even listen to Bhaju Govinda, and so far, Bhagwan Shankaracharya has dissected our life for us to peep deep within and look at what lies inside us because of which we feel all the suffering, the pain, the agonies or even see the ugliness in the world around us. If it was left only to this, then the Acharya would be the greatest critique or cynic in the world and the science of spirituality would be the heights of cynicism. Bhagwan Shankaracharya is only making us aware of the cause of our sorrows, our frustrations, our lack of confidence, our inhibitions, etc. And if he had only left at that, truly, it would make us feel that we are being criticized. But Bhagwan Shankaracharya gives us the medication also. He gives us the antidote also and brings to light that it is due to our wrong thinking, our lack of thinking, lack of right thinking, that we build in ourselves such delusions because of which we do wrong actions, hold wrong attitudes, develop harmful relationships and do actions that we later on regret, if not, that brings us contrary reactions or consequences. Therefore, Bhagwan Shankaracharya in this eighth verse of Bhaj Govindam is giving us an antidote to the maladies of our life, to the disease of our lives, to that which causes us dis-ease in life. And since it is due to our wrong thinking, he gives us an inquiry to think rightly. 
think for ourselves. Questions that very rarely we ask ourselves and try to find out answers. And therefore, his plea is, be self-aware and inquire. And what is the line of inquiry we should take? He points out to us in this eighth verse, Kaate kanta kaste putraha samsaroyam ativa vichitraha kasya tvam kaha kuta ayataha tatvam chintaya tadiha brataha bhajago vindam bhajago vindam govindam Bhajamudhamate. Addressing a brataha. Oh dear brother, oh dear sister. This is another reading also that he continues to say, hey brantaha, oh deluded one. But I think as we have it in the reading here, that even though deluded, a loving brother, an elderly brother, wants us only to find the right path for ourselves. And therefore, here the Acharya says, inquire, tattvam chintaya. Inquire into the reality. Inquire into the truth. Stop worrying about certain things which are temporary and changing. If anything, keep your mind towards what is permanent, what is the truth. Tattvam chintaya tadiha brataha. Here, iha, in this life, where we are facing all our sorrows, not post-mortem, we do not know what's going to happen there. Here itself, inquire. What? Kaate kanta. Who is your wife? Kaste putraha. Who is your son or daughter? In that same way, who is your husband? Who are your sons and daughters? Samsaroyam ativa vichitraha. This world of our experience is indeed wonderful extremely unique, fascinating. Kasyatvam. From whom have, from where, from whom have you come forth? Kuta ayataha. From where have you originated? Have you inquired into the reality of this? Or we just take for granted that we are just born of our parents and they are the source of our life in this world. Where have we really come from? All this inquiry, rarely we do, except sometimes when some situations in life go bad, temporarily we kind of think about these things, but for a great extent, we are only worried about how to get food, how to amass wealth, 
and life goes worrying about our relatives family or even feeling frustrated angry etc in our various relationships and if nothing else overly worried therefore the great acharya makes us inquire kahte kanta who is your wife in the same respect who is your husband today the two together feel that they cannot live without each other and especially in times where you're cooped together 24 hours you realize that how a little amount of distance makes a heart fonder isn't it think about it and yet mentally we become so dependent and this wonderful relationship of a couple a husband and wife in marriage in fact the very purpose of marriage the very purpose of commitment is not understood in fact when i'm speaking to audiences and i do ask a question what was the purpose because of which you got married and generally there are some sniggers some laughters and some shy away from answering this question but very often in life we do things we are in various relationships but we have never inquired for what what is really the true meaning what is to be attained through such relationships kahte kanta before marriage who was your husband who was your wife probably you never even knew who they were and life continued in your various aspects in your various stages and yet this very clinging attachment that gets formed in fact the great masters who know what relationships mean who know what love is have pointed out that a couple should be like the two pillars of the house together holding the roof and the edifice together but not clinging to each other not suffocating each other for the two mighty trees do not grow in each other's shadow this togetherness does not mean to cling to each other this togetherness is that to bring about an attunement with each other to free ourselves from our likes dislikes prejudices and with the common love for the family be um, above the selfishness be ab above that sense of individuality and create the sense of togetherness not that swooshy love 
which eventually suffocates each other. Therefore, not only inquire who is your wife, who is your husband, without whom you can't live together. And very often I know, I have read many of the jokes that you send out, that you cannot live with each other. But you cannot live with each other or cannot live without each other are two sides of a coin. A relationships, a relationship that is meant to help you grow together, to walk the path to freedom together, if it becomes a bondage, in fact, it should be an ocean of love between the two shores of your heart, in which you accommodate so many because you have discovered in that relationship what love is. And love frees, love does not bind. And if we make a bondage of our love, then worry, anxiety, frustration. And most of all, I remember whenever a couple would come after their wedding to take blessings of our Gurudev, is to tell the couple, expect the least from each other. Give the maximum to each other. But very often, these relationships, especially of couples, become so full of expectations. And especially during these times, where families have become smaller and smaller, and you have just individual families without elders, what happens is, there's a lot of expectations of each other. From there is born the frustrations, the grievances, the anger sometimes, and even sadly enough, separations. Therefore, kate kanta. Who is your wife? Who is your husband? Why are you together? What have you to do together? How performing your duties, you create this ocean of love within you so that many, many, many thrive in that love. But love is not an attachment. And when we create that dependence, that is where we have to inquire that before you were married, You lived independently. So who is your wife? Who is your husband? These relationships you created. Now fulfill that relationship so that together you grow about your self-limitations, your desires, your expectations. It is in togetherness that this can be created. Kaste putraha. Very often, it seems that couple, dependent upon each other, only live a life of not sacrifice and service, but very often it is said of compromise. And very often, it is for the children. All attachment then goes to the children. 
And therefore, all the fears, the anxieties, a natural anxiety for their welfare will be there in all parents. And yet, an obsessive bond, a clinging attachment, an insistence of them living your dreams and not recognizing that they have a personality of their own and they will be living their dreams. How much pressure we put onto the children. In fact, children are like bows and you, you are like bow in fact and children are like arrows and the Lord of the universe has already set their mark, set their destiny according to their previous choice will and as much is dear the arrow which we shoot so is the bow that bends under his might this has been said very beautifully by Khalil Gibran and as dear is the arrow which will shoot into the future to create the future destiny, so is the bow that bends under the will of the mighty lawmaker. So what is parenting? Not an obsessive attachment towards the children, forcing them to live your expectations, your prestige, your wants and desires. But as parents, being only like the bow that gives them that trust by which the values that you have given them, the loving upbringing that you have given them, the nurturing and the example that you have set for them gives them an extra momentum to move towards their target, their goal, their purpose and their destiny. So, kaste putraha samsaroyam ativa vichitraha This world that we have conjured up in our mind of mine and yours, I and my, is indeed wonderful because really speaking, in life, who is really yours? We have dwelled upon that. Who is really yours? The moment a divorce takes place, you're no longer a couple. Today, even children deny their parents. So, indeed, unique is this samsara. Unique is this delusory world that we create of me and mine of our expectations and its consequent frustrations, etc. So, samsaroyam ativa vichitra kasyatvam From whom have you come? It is the food that the father ate. 
that became the life-giving force that was nurtured in the mother who also ate food and this body was born. This body came from the father and mother. But from where did that life spirit come? Where did you come from? Kuta Ayata. What is the source of your existence? When you inquire, what is the source of even your own mind, your own thoughts? Tattvam Chintaya. Meditate with total alertness, inquiring, who am I? From where have I come? Whom do I call my parents? Whom do you call your children? And the reality of the relationships that you have, the permanence of the relationships that you have. A little disagreement and relationships break. Thus, Tattvam Chintaya, meditate. Inquire, O oh brother, O oh sister, O oh dear one. The great Acharyas, the great Gurus have said, let not your life go away in sorrow, frustration, anxieties, stress, worries. Rather, inquire. And inquiry is the antidote for False thinking, wrong thinking. Tattvam chintaya tadiha brataha. And in that way, seek Govinda. Come to love Govinda and recognize the vastness of love. And come to realize Govinda with knowledge. Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Govindam Bhaja Mudamati. Now, if someone will say, Are, but to inquire like this itself, you have prescribed a medication, but where is this medication available for us? And the ninth verse, Shankaracharya gives us beautifully where this medication is easily available and is administered to us effortlessly by which we can rise in our various stages of life and our development and especially our spiritual growth. And that we will look into this beautiful ladder of rise. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or 
explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.